You are now tuned in to the sounds of Big Nate Sports Talk. It's on all the time, anytime. Snell, bring your sports game with Big Nate Sports Talk. Thank you for that lovely, thank you for the lovely introduction, Mr. Anthony Handy. This is episode 12, season 13 of Big Nate Sports Talk podcast. Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you're all staying safe. This is a recorded episode. In this episode, we are recapping a wild weekend, the NFL wildcard weekend. Uh, We did recap the Ravens and Bengals first. I wanted to get that out the way. Um, just before we get into the video, there is a couple things I want to say up front. Uh, tomorrow, I will record the Maryland men and women's uh, recaps, uh, previews. Um, the ladies got two big road games um, Thursday and Sunday. Um, <clears throat> the men got it win the other night. Actually, you know, when had we had not won, uh, we went ahead and made March Madness um, painfully. Uh, we're getting ready for Michigan home game. We got Purdue. Um, we lost to Iowa, unfortunately, uh, Sunday. So um, that's going to be painful to recap. Um, so that's happening. Um, my plan for tomorrow, as I stated in episode 11, um, 2.30 Eastern Standard Time, the Baltimore Ravens will be going live with their end of the season post they're 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 wrapping up of the season john harbaugh eric acosta will be there i will be streaming that here on the channel um they'll, they'll stream it from their live channel but i will re-air it um, along with it as it's live um and then we're going to also have a preview for the uh, divisional round of the nfl playoffs um we're getting close I want to talk about the Washington Wizards um, at this point. Um, there's no point. There's nothing really to praise about the Wizards. Uh, we lost to the Warriors yesterday, and um, it's another year of disappointment. And um, 
I'm I'm convinced they're not going to make the playoffs. I mean, we'll we'll talk about the first half and of the season so far and what to expect. But other than that, there's really not much to talk about with the Wizards. Um, we're getting ready for spring training with baseball soon. Um, we had the international free agent signing, the Orioles and the Nationals. Um, but other than that, man, we're just really getting geared up with basketball, college basketball, um, and also we're getting ready for the WNBA free agency. Um, shout out to um, Lowe um, from the committee as she will be <clears throat> with Mark Schindler and uh, Ari Chambers um, as they preview free agency. should be good. I'll be tuned in. I'm really happy for her. Shout out to Lowe. Um, she's doing big things. Uh, just remember, remember me when you get to, remember me when you get to the top. <laughs> Shout out to Lo. So, um, yeah, man. Let's uh, where do we begin? It, it was a great wild card weekend. Um, I got all my picks right, um, ex- and and painfully, uh, I got off. I, I make, excuse me. I, I still cannot believe I picked the, that team in Dallas to beat Tom Brady, but it was expected. Um, um, did you not see this coming? We're going to talk about the uh, <laughs> New York Giants uh, beating the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Um, surprisingly, uh, this really, really um, was my, I picked this one. I was confident. I wasn't sold on Minnesota. Um, I, I felt as though this was Minnesota taking advantage of a of a weak NFC North. Um, we know the Packers aren't the same team. We know Detroit was was right there um, to make the playoffs. And we all, we all know the Barry building. But the New York G-men surprised the players. 
um, Saquon Barkley, we don't need you to carry the load. Now, I still question his playmakers. I think the key for me, and I talked about it in the preview, is his, his receivers, Isaiah Hodges, Slayton, and those guys. Um, but I, I think he's do, he, what he's done this year, he has silenced the critics. I still think there's people that are going to find some way to, to hate on him. Um, but he's getting it done. Like, and you you have to give Brian Dabble credit, which you also have to give Daniel Jones credit because Daniel Jones could have just said, "Man, that's right. I, I'm I'm terrible. I suck." But I mean, and 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 I and I picked this team to miss the playoffs, and I was wrong on that. They they have been playing exceptionally well. I mean, even in the regular season, the they have they have really shut up a lot of critics. And I thought the key also, too, for this one was their defense. Again, former defensive coordinator for the Bunner Ravens, Wink Martindale. Uh, he, we listen, he is a blitz-happy coordinator. Um, he drew up a lot. He likes to draw up different packages every week. And, you know, it was interesting when you watch the game compared to the regular season. And I, and if, and I found this stat during the season, they, they blitzed 46% of the time. Compared to against Minnesota, they complete twenty-two and a half percent on the pass plays. Like, what Martindale did against Minnesota, he tried, and I think he did. I think he exploited that 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 offensive line because remember, they were dealing with injuries, and then also too, double up Justin Jefferson. Once you take Justin Jefferson out the game. You're left with Thielen, KJ Osborne, KJ Osborne, TJ Hawkinson, great players. But we all know that that, he, that Kirk Cousins is looking for a player on his mind. But for me, Minnesota to me has, I think, was running on time. I mean, this season, I, I was a, I was astounded. You know, they won a lot of games with just by one score. But they have, there were a lot of moments that I've seen this year where it should have gone against Minnesota. And it, it felt like to me that, number one, I feel like Minnesota's defense was, to me, disappointing. 431 yards total. You had Daniel Jones. Minnesota Minnesota was unable to generate any type of turnovers. Was able was didn't even get any pressure to the quarterback. Despite you have two I consider all pro edge rushers. And I, I don't know if it was coaching. I don't know if it was personnel. I don't know if it was, I don't know what it was. But, and I would talk about this in their all season, but there's there's some things that they're going to have to fix because you, you, you cannot wait. You, you, if, if, if you're, 
your, your defense can perform like that going forward. And it's going to be tough because now that we're playing some tougher teams next year, um, I TJ Hawkinson, uh, I think will have a much bigger role next year. Um, and that, to me, he's another number two target behind Justin Jefferson. Um, you know, he had 11 targets. He had 11 catches for 129 yards. Um, gonna, they're going to pay him. Um, I, I, I think with Irv Smith Jr. and his injuries, I'll be surprised if they if they keep him or move on from him. Um, but look for TJ Hawkinson to be the guy. Uh, um, and also two young guys they had out there. I mean, he's really mattered. Um, and me personally, I, I put it on, I have my mock draft here. It's right here on my little bulletin board. I have been taking pad, uh, safety, corner, uh, offensive line. They need just about everything. Um, but they do have an interesting offseason, and we'll talk about that again in, in a future video. But um, this team won to watch, but there's definitely, definitely a lot of things that are going to happen. Because um, I think there's going to be space. I know they got a salary cap is going to be tight. So guys may have to go. Um, and some may argue that Kevin O'Connell, Kevin O'Connell achieved, but um, he did really well, I would say. Um, and you have to give him credit. I, I mean, like if they just, if they fix the defense, they're okay. Um, and if they can probably get, I don't know how many more years you can get out of Thielen, but if you can, if that offense stays right where it's at, and I, the, the Vikings can be a, a scary team next few years. And, and this this game it, it just showed. Uh, I think this was a a, a wake up call for reality, and uh, give them credit. Um, you know, I, I you have to give their receivers credit. Um, Richie James stepped up. Isaiah Hodges all played well. Um, you know, Darius Slayton. You know, I said the key was was them was he's going to have the the, the the receivers are going to have to step up in this game. We know Saquon's going to get his numbers. We know, but it's going to come down to Isaiah Hodges, Richie James, and and, and even uh, the tight end Bellinger uh, and, and Slayton. And we all did that. I know one that Robinson got hurt. We had a catch. Uh, well, he had, I mean, he got hurt. Um, I mean, I look at the stat. Look at the, I took my notes. He had there were five drops on 178 targets. That that's that's pretty damn good. Um, we know Darius Slayton. We know Darius Slayton is the number one wide receiver in that offense. Um, you know, and for me. Uh, now I think that their focus is not Philadelphia. Um, I, I, I'm rolling with Philadelphia because the year that Jalen Hurts has had, um, I, I'm not going to take it away from the Eagles. I, I think compared to last year, he had a lot of people that were ready to write him off. Once he got Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, that team, they started to look better. Now they've had injuries, 
and they've been figured out. But I think that this division, it's in Philadelphia's hands. Um, this is a different Eagles team than what the Giants saw before. Um, and it's funny that um, it's the second time, I want to say, for the Giants that they're actually facing a divisional rival in a back-to-back game with a bye week in between. I couldn't believe that. Um, but, hey, man, you, you got to give the Giants credit. It was a good win, and, and they deserve it. And, you know, shout out, shout out to Brian Dabble and the crew. Um, they're doing a lot of things. But more importantly, man, I game MVP for me was Daniel Jones. Um, so I'm just really glad that um, he's, he's found his own. And I, I think that when they pay him, I think the Giants, if they could just – solidify the passing, get him like another weapon, the, the Giants should be okay. But, hey, they're right. They're playing on house money. And now they're going to Philadelphia with high momentum. So congratulations, New York G-Men. Um, we're going to take a quick 30-second break. Um, we're going to pre-recap, excuse me, those Miami Dolphins versus the Buffalo Bills. We'll be right back after with this song. those Buffalo Bills versus the Miami Dolphins. Um, the final score, uh, the Buffalo Bills survived a wild one up in Buffalo, 34-31. Uh, what are you? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let, let, let me just say this. Um, I give the Miami Dolphins credit. Um, they had a good year, but I was never really sold on them. Uh, they had some tendencies. I, I still think that's a team I, I think next year most people are going to fear. Once you get a healthy Tua back, I think that makes a big difference. But it was going to come down to uh, Miami making the big plays. Um, you know, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, they all got going real early. Um, and, and also too, I, I saw some things from Buffalo that kind of made me raise some eyebrows. I mean, give you some context. They were up 11. It was 17, six, and there were some mistakes and Josh Allen fell back into some old tendencies that he had his first few years. You know, he threw two, I mean, 
three, they finished the game with 352 yards passing. But he also threw for two interceptions, and he the ball. Um, and and I, I really thought um, that that was bad. Um, you had the the drop uh, from Khalil Shakir. That was a, that was the punt that led to a punt. Then you had the the, the big return, three points, and then um, doing an interception. Um, well, I'm sorry. Let me take that back. The 352. So that drive, it was an interception. Buffalo scored, and also I mean there were other mistakes in that game. So the that half was really, really disappointing. Um, I, I thought, for the most part, I thought Miami hung in there. I got to give Scott Thompson his, his flowers. Um, I mean, yes, his second start as an NFL quarterback. Um, he was 18 of 45. He threw one touchdown and, and threw two interceptions. Um, I thought his, as a quarterback, the one thing, that I look for in a quarterback is, is that you are aware of the clock. And I thought at times he, he was not aware. Um, and I think credit Buffalo's defense. I definitely felt like um, they, they pressured him and, and his offensive line with all due respect, didn't wasn't much damn better. Um, I, I mean, you had the um, just poor clock management. They had to waste the timeout for example, um, on the delay when it was a fourth and one, and they were on their own 48, they were down by three, um, had to waste a timeout. Um, th- there were a lot of things that were happening Sunday where Skyler has to be aware of the play clock. And that's where I'm looking at, you know, Torin Armistead. Your offensive linemen usually are the guy to be, you know what I'm saying? Um, then it was an interception in the third quarter. Um, and the others around him don't get a pass. You know, Jalen Waddle, if he had caught that deep pass on on the second offensive snap, you know, Tyreek Hill, Tyree Hill and, and, and uh, Cedric Wilson, they dropped some passes in the first half. Um, but I credit Buffalo's defense. Once you – if if it was Tua out there, it's different. But um, they really got to Skyler. I mean, Tyreek Hill was targeted 15 times. He finished the game with 17 catches on 69 yards. Um, Jalen Waddle was was <laughs> um, who was also the kick returner because Raheem Morstead was was not was not playing. He had seven um, three receptions for 44 yards. Uh, their offense w- w- was 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 nowhere to be found. I can't defend that. What do you want me to say to that? So I mean, I felt as though this game was in Buffalo's favor. I mean, when you look at it, the first quarter, for example, like they Buffalo controlled the clock for damn near eleven minutes. They almost had almost 200 yards compared to, I think Miami only had 20 yards. And it, what, what, what got me was 
I, I, I felt as though, and that's where I, I, I'm looking at Sean McDermott just a little bit, because I felt as though Josh Allen had a brain fart. And let me explain to you that. So he th- threw the interception. Because um, he's he just had he's had one playoff and he has that playoff, he has one up until that Sunday game, he's had thrown one playoff interception. Um Christian Watkins and Josh Allen had got into it. And you saw Josh's offensive line come in there and defend him. Um then you've got the unnecessary roughness, even though I think Watkins should have gotten fouled for it, but that's okay. Um and then Josh Allen got strip sacked. Um, and then Zach Sizzler, that's who it was, former Baltimore Raven, go figure, um, <laughs> turned it, uh, returned it for a touchdown. So, I mean, other than that, I, I felt as though Miami's defense kind of got to him. And I, I can't ignore the 17 points, the 17 point deficit you had that was gone within seven minutes of the game. I, I can't ignore that. Um, Jason Sanders made was three or three, and then the seven yard pass to Mike Kaseki, and then a two point conversion. Um, you know, and then the, he, Xavier Howard picked off Allen. He threw, he was the, the intended target was John Brown, and um, and then he threw an interception to uh, Javon Hovland, and then who was the target, Cole Beasley. So I, I felt as though momentum, I felt like, oh, this is going up, this is going towards Miami, and uh, Miami hung in there. So, I mean, Buffalo, excuse me, but Buffalo hung in there. You, you have to give them, you have to give them that. You know, also, two game MVPs, it should be Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis. Uh, we all know that uh, Gabe Davis, uh, come the playoff time, um, is a cheat code. Um, and um, he, he did his thing. Um, he finished with six catches and 113 yards and a touchdown. Um, he showed up. Stefan Diggs. Um, also, too. 114 yards for seven catches. Those boys came out to play. And uh, you have to give the Bills credit. They survived. I think that was the key. They, they played through their mistakes, just like Trevor Lawrence. Josh Allen played. The, you saw Josh Allen make the mistakes. When it counted, he made up for those mistakes, and they made the necessary plays to win the game. And I, I, I do think, listen, this is the playoffs. It happens. You, 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 you've got to have the mind of a goldfish. You made it. You had through an interception. Okay, get ready for the next play. You fumbled. You got it. You, you fumbled the ball. Okay, we get on the next possession. But I, I think this game, there's some things that they're going to tighten up. Because I believe they're going to beat Cincinnati. Because I'm not sold on Cincinnati. From what I saw, them playing get playing Baltimore. That offensive line for Cincinnati is going to be key, because the injuries on the offensive line, but also too, we did not Baltimore's defense did not give up the deep pass to who, Jamar Chase, T Higgins, nor Tyler Boyd or Hayden Hurst. No other player, none of those receivers had 20 or more yards against Baltimore, and that's going to be the key. Take the deep throw away from Joe Burrow. Make him beat you. Make Joe Burrow beat you by throwing it 
whether it's short in the short yards. That's how you make him beat you. If he beats you on the deep throw, it's a wrap. But I'm, I, I see the Buffalo Bills um, defeating the Bengals. We'll get into that um, in a little uh, in the next video. Um, but we are getting ready to recap our next game. We took another break. Uh, we're going to get ready to painfully recap that team in Dallas. Upsetting Tom Brady on the road. Broken. Congratulations to that team in Dallas as they get their first playoff win since 1994. The Dallas Cowboys defeat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 31-14. How do you do that? How do you do that? What the hell is going on? What the hell was that? What the hell was that? Hey, what the hell? You freaking kidding me? Well, um, as I stated in the preview, I thought it was going to come down to the offense. Um, I, I felt as though Dak had to come out whether it was Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, uh, C.D. Lamb, Dalton Schultz. Uh, the, the offense was key in this game. Um, and and they did all that. Tampa Bay's de defense, I, I, I mean, th those guys were, were just bad. I mean, you were down 18 nothing in the first half. I, I mean, and, and these weren't small drives. These were – plays that you gave up. Um, the only thing I can say negatively about the Dallas Cowboys was um, Brent Maher, uh, who, according to ESPN, was the number one fantasy kicker. Um, he missed four extra points in an NFL game. He is the only NFL player to have that many misses. I could have made those four extra points in that game. I can't defend that. What do you want me to say to that? Um, I, I, I mean, I mean, 
the 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 defense I, I didn't quit, but but you could just see. I, I mean, there was in the first half. I think it was what two hundred forty six yards of total offense compared to one hundred twenty for Tampa. I mean, I, there were a lot of missed assignments. I saw blown coverages. Uh, like there were guys just wide open in the end zone. I. I some of that's on coaching, but some of that's on the players too. You, you know, like this is the playoffs. You know, and also too, you guys ought to understand this is not the same Tampa team from two years ago. These guys are a couple years older. You also got to take into consideration injuries and all those different things like that. I mean, that's no excuse, but it, this team is different. You know, I mean, Levante Davis, I remember correctly, was really only their true best player. I mean, I think he was the – I think he got the sack on Dak Prescott. That was it. Um, other than that, o- offensively, I, look, as much as I, I'm a fan of his, I think he's the greatest quarterback of this generation. Offensively, Tampa was really nowhere to be found. Um, you're not going to win too many games here. You're uh, – listen, that – Offensive line was the key for Tom Brady. They've been dealing with injuries all up and down all season. Um, one thing I noticed about Tom Brady, when you have an offensive line that's not stable, he will struggle. That's whether or not he was in Tampa or that's when he was in New England. And, um, I mean, they, they they just they couldn't get anything going at all, uh, personally. And for me, um, that was disappointing. Um, I, I mean – he, he threw the ball 66 times. Then he only completed, and he had 35 completions. You know, and I, I mean, Dan Quinn, I, I mean, was just throwing darts at Brady. I mean, whether I mean, Michael Parsons, DeMar, I, I mean, just creating a lot of pressure. I mean, he had the touchdown of Julio Jones and Cameron Brady. But other than that, Tampa Bay's offensive line, they had no answers for their pass rush. No answers. I mean, this is some bad stuff. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how much more this I can take. I, I, I just don't know. This is ridiculous. I, I, ooh, oh, Lord. I, I, <sighs> and obviously the game MVP goes to Dak Prescott. 305 yards for five, four touchdowns, excuse me. Um, I mean, and then he had the, uh, I mean, well, he had the rushing touchdown. So, I mean, five t- touchdowns on the day. On the night, excuse me. I mean, I think he joins Peyton Manning, Matt Ryan, and Aaron Rodgers to do that. Um, so, I mean, he showed up. He, he's heard the critics. And, yeah, I, I I can't say anything bad about him. Um, now, you got to give that Dallas a I have to give. I have to say this painfully, but I have to give Dallas some credit. Um, this, this this team knows how to fight. Um, 
my concern is you were up 24 nothing against a, a, a team that's I wouldn't say wasn't ready for this game, but Dallas was the better team. Now, what does team look like San Francisco next week? How do you contain Devo Samuel, Brandon Ayu, Elijah Mitchell, Christian McCaffrey, George Kettle? How do you contain how, – how do you game plan for Brock Purdy? You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's going to be interesting to watch. Um I, really quick, I gotta but go back to Brent Muir, Maher. Look, I think he just had a bad game. It happens, um, and I think he'll get better from it. Um, uh, it's gotta give, gotta give you got confidence. You see them giving them confidence, and um, I think he'll bounce back from the game. I predict um, in the game he will make three clutch field goals against San Francisco. Guaranteed. I, I think Brett will recover from this game, but Brett, that 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 was bad. I, 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 I four field goals. I think the last time that was done, it was like what I saw that that stat on Twitter. It was like nineteen thirty-two. I can't defend that. What do you want me to say to that? So um, that was the wild card weekend, man. Um, I'm excited for the divisional round of the playoffs. I can't wait. Um, I got all my picks right so far, except the Baltimore one. Um, so we're on to the divisional round. And with that being said, we're going to move into our last message of the night. You guessed it. Incoming message. Thoughts running through my mind. Someone took some time to find a minute or two to organize. You know, the one thing I've noticed about this this playoff run is is this was a different playoff run. You didn't have your Tom Brady's or your Aaron Rodgers or your Russell Wilson's of the world. You had the Tyler Huntley's, the Geno Smith's, um, Daniel Jones of the world. And it lets me know that uh, regardless of talent as a quarterback, uh, everybody brings something to the table. And um, no matter how their seasons ended or how it's continuing, um, you got to give those guys credit. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, um, Justin Herbert, all played well. Uh, Tyler Huntley had a good game other than that miscue. Uh, Daniel Jones, Geno Smith, you know, got to give those guys credit. Um, and it just lets me know that uh, I hope that they all take something from this season to be better. Um, and I mean, with me saying that is, you know, I'm, I'm glad we were able to see different faces, a quarterback, diff- a different, a different feel. You know, like I didn't see Aaron Rodgers, I didn't see Tom. I, Tom, I did see Tom Brady, but I didn't see, you know, like. I wanted somebody else different, you know, someone like, like Russell Wilson, you know, leading Seattle. This time it was Geno Smith, Lamar, you know, Tyler Huntley, you know, Daniel Jones, you know, like those guys, like, huh, that's, 
that they, they have something going here for their teams next year. So um, I'm just proud of what they've done um, this year. Um, I, I think Geno Smith is going to be good for a few years. Also, too, I mean, if he didn't meet the playoffs, Jacoby Brissett, um, you know, Skylar Thompson, look, he's a rookie. These are growing pains. I'm sure he'll learn from this. I'm sure he'll be better. Um, but also, too, you know, staying healthy as a team matters. If you look, Minnesota, offensive line, injuries. Not having Lamar Jackson, Baltimore, injuries. Tua, injuries. Um, you know, Tampa, having healthy offensive line. Those things matter. Being the healthiest team come playoff time matters. Who stays the healthiest is going to win the championship. That that's that's facts. I mean, even though you know play matters, but staying healthy, the this and the playoff run matters. So um, that's going to end the episode. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Big Day Sports Talk Podcast. Um, be tuned in for future episodes. We, we we will be back tomorrow with the lady and men turbans. Um, Recap and previews, painfully the men play Michigan again, and we play um, Nebraska. So um, that should be an interesting um, episode. Uh, previews, episodes will be recorded. As I said, we are recording episodes up until after the Super Bowl. So until then, um, you guys have a great night. Have a great Wednesday. Have Continue to have a great week. Um, and I will catch you guys on the flip side. Yeah, have a good night. Peace. Stay out. that episode and you want to see more content be sure to like comment and subscribe bring your sports game on big nate sports talk it's on all the time anytime thank you and you help me retain my sanity thank you i want to thank you and i want to thank you all i want to do is say thank you for everything